When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. Live from the very sexy Napsok Studios, welcome to Alicia Malone's Film School. Ken Napsok, you have been selected to participate in this very important class. Are you ready? I have registered. I've got all my books. I am ready for school. That's great because I know that a lot of people out there haven't seen all the classic movies that I have. I mean, granted, I grew up with a dad who gave me a solid education and then I became obsessed with movies. So Mm. I sought out all these great movies. But I realise that everyday people, you know, they haven't seen the 100 greatest films of all time. And I want to reach out to them and show them why these films are so important, why I love them so much. Are you on board? I am totally on board. And as you know, um, I have a bad track record with watching movies. So <laughs> I am your perfect student because I'm here to learn. I've reached a point in my life where I realized I should probably see some of these movies. Yes, you should definitely see these movies. And I am so interested to watch these movies through your fresh eyes because these are films that I've seen over and over again and films that I watched when I was really young. I want to see them through your eyes and see if you enjoy them. Maybe you will, maybe you won't. And -hmm. hopefully people out there can play along and they can let us know whether they like them or if they didn't or what they liked or what they didn't. And I, I I want to give my guarantee to you that I'm going into each movie you put before me with open eyes and an open heart and an open brain. Good. In the past, some of the reasons I've not seen some of these movies is I've been I've been very closed minded to what they might be. And I think you like to make a point sometimes. <laughs> a little bit. You're, you're you're being accusatory and strong, and I <laughs> like that. No, I like that. I think you're right. Sometimes it might be I'm going to hold on. When I had Gremlins, the Blu-ray in my room <laughs> yeah, for exactly. a year, That's what one I'm talking about. one calendar year, and I still refused to watch it and gave the disc back to JTE, Josh Tapia from uh, the Schmoes No Movie World. Uh, yeah, you're right. Maybe I'm committing a point. Yeah, but, but- other movies. There might be reasons, prejudgments I've made about why I didn't want to see them or why I didn't, wouldn't felt, feel maybe that they wouldn't affect my life. Mm-hmm. And you're here to correct that. So you've got your books. Yeah. You've got your pencil case. Yeah. You are sitting front row. Here. In my film school. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? I'm totally ready. We are starting with a good one. Yeah. Casablanca. I've heard about this movie. <laughs> what have you heard about this movie? Well, number one, I 100% never, never seen that movie yes i can honestly tell you i maybe only seen clips in like movie specials <laughs> haven't seen parts of it you know some movies i've seen i've seen this section i've seen the ending haven't seen it um should i just guess what i think i know it's about how do you want to work that yeah i'd love you to guess what you think you know it's about and mm-hmm. also can you quote any of the lines because i think this is something that's really special about casablanca even mm-hmm. people who haven't seen it they can quote a few of these lines right and and if I'm if I'm being 
if I'm remembering correctly from my pop culture knowledge, some of the some of the more famous lines might be completely misquoted. Correct. Much like uh, Luke, I am your father is not actually correct from from Empire Strikes Back. It's no, I am your father. So, uh, which you know might not even be accurate as I say it now <laughs> with this glass of wine in me. Um, so uh, there's, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna start a beautiful friendship, something like that. There's, yes. there's a line about this is gonna be a beautiful friendship. Yes. <laughs> um, something like that, and there's something about uh, of all uh, played against Sam, right? Play it again, Sam. And that, that is, is the one that's misquoted because right. as you'll see when you watch the movie, mm-hmm. they never say play it again, Sam. He says play it, Sam. Gotcha. There's also of all the gin joints in all the world, yes. you had to walk into mine. Right. And is that accurate? That is accurate. That is accurate. And that is something I can imagine you saying. In your old-timey in, voice. In my old-timey voice. Oh, the gin joints, you walked into mine. Something like that. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, maybe. I, maybe I'll get a Bogart, uh, a bogey trench coat. Uh, you should cosplay as yeah? Humphrey Bogart because I can see you with the fedora. I can see you with the trench coat. But let me give you an overview of Please. Casablanca. So it came out in 1942. It was directed by Michael Curtis. And it wasn't that successful when it first came out. It grew in success later on. It did win three Academy Awards for Best Picture, Best Director and Best Writing. And the reason why I think this film is so great comes down to the script Mm. it is beautifully written it's a great story very simple movie but hopefully you'll see as you watch it and then maybe even re-watch it there Mm. are many layers to explore with the film the characters Mm -hmm. are so well written you know i love my female characters to be to be 3d three-dimensional and ilsa who's played by ingrid Ingrid Bergman, Ingrid Bergman yeah. is just gorgeous. She's very feminine and she's very strong and she's the centre of this love triangle between mm-hmm. Ilsa, Rick and Victor. Humphrey Bogart plays Rick Blaine, mm-hmm. who is just the coolest guy around, but yeah. he starts out being very self-absorbed and then slowly, as you'll see, he changes throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. We mentioned the quotable dialogue. Some of those some of those lines have become so iconic that yeah. six decades later we can still quote them. I love the romance. Mm-hmm. It's been voted, you know, the number one most romantic movie of all time. And you'll see why when you see the movie. But is it going to leave me sad? Because that's what I determine makes a good romantic movie. I th- it might make you sad because it does also feature the best ending ever. Okay. Well, that's a big statement. One of the best endings ever. Which is, I should bring up. I have seen, that's the part I've seen because of When, when Harry, Harry Met Sally. Sally. Exactly. Right. Absolutely, which is, is perhaps one of my top five movies of all time. Exactly, and he says this is the best ending in a movie right. ever, and he is exactly right. Mm-hmm. It leaves you feeling a lot, and then you'll never, after seeing Casablanca, be able to listen to As Time, go- As time Goes By okay. in the same way. Really? Because yes. I haven't, I don't listen to it now. <laughs> you should. It's okay. beautiful. I should have put it on my, <laughs> my playlist next to my Spice Girl songs. Yes. Okay. Spice Girl, Spice Up Your Life, and then As Time mm-hmm. Goes By. Okay. Let me ask you this question about, about Bogey. At what point in his career was he when this movie came out? How, how deep into it? Was he the star that he is? Yeah, he was. He was okay. a big star. Uh, I'm not sure if he'd been in The Big Sleep at this stage, but mm-hmm. he was definitely really well known. And same with Ingrid Bergman. She didn't win an Oscar for this, but she's won three Oscars in her career. She won three Oscars in her career. She's the second highest, uh, the, the second most decorated actress okay. after Catherine Hepburn. 
Okay. Uh, and, and you said 42, and that makes sense because it, it does take place. It has some World War II connections, correct, right? Exactly. And that's why it was rushed to theaters early because it was very timely. But interesting because in my brain, and I'm very good at trivia even when I don't know things. Yeah. I can generally guess. I, for some reason, thought that movie came out in like 35. <laughs> yeah. Which you? is stupid for me to think <laughs> because I also know it had to do with World War II and not one. Exactly. And the Allies going yeah. to Casablanca. Gotcha. Yes. It, it, it's very it's very of that time. Mm. So, you know, if you're, if you're listening to this now and you haven't seen Casablanca, you can do what we're going to do. We are actually legitimately going to stop the recording after we set up the what we're doing here. And we're going to sit down and watch the movie. And Alicia's mm-hmm. going to study me like a rat in a cage. <laughs> Despite all my rage, I'm a rat in a cage watching Casablanca tonight, and then we're going to come back afterwards and kind of break down and discuss the movie and do a review of Casablanca 60 years after it came out or so. Yes, I think that sounds great. Uh, And then I get to experience that. I'm excited that I finally get to take this one off my list. Uh, We did one before this, which is so silly that I hadn't seen it. I'm a huge Simon and Garfunkel fan, and I'm a huge Mike Nichols fan. I've never seen The Graduate. And you loved it. I loved it. Yes, I I knew you would. And I sat down, and you know what's funny? I always knew that Wayne's World 2 was was a parody of, of, of the end of uh, of The Graduate. But I, I, having seen The Graduate, I was like, oh, it isn't a parody. It's a direct shot-for-shot shot remake. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Isn't that funny? Because that's the thing I find with classic movies, and that's why I hope more people watch classic movies, is that once you watch them, you realize how iconic they are and how many times they've been spoofed in the yeah. world and how you might actually know more about them than you think you know because they're so persuasive in, in pop culture. And Especially things like Simpsons. They always parody which, all the great Which I love movies. the Simpsons. And believe me, there's so many things that I miss because I haven't seen certain movies. Or I'm like, oh, that's uh, – yeah, that's – okay, sure, I got that one. That's uh, that's uh, the movie with Jimmy Stewart running around in the plane. Okay, I got it. Um, in the cornfields. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so here I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to learn. And uh, anything else I need to know going in? Just be prepared. Grab some tissues. Some tissues? If you need them. I've, I've crying, I cry in movies. Are you a romantic at heart? Uh, deep down inside, I am. We've, we've discussed, and I just mentioned this on JT's first episode of JT's Movie Thinks, the most grammatically incorrect title ever. I don't know what it means. What does it mean? Uh, as, as how Amelie is one of my all-time favorite movies. Me too. And I just rewatched it. You didn't, you didn't hear this episode yet. I know you've been busy this week. Right. I, I talk about you and this movie on oh, JT's podcast. I love this movie. Haven't, hadn't seen it in four years. I had loaned it to someone, and I, they got, I got it back. And um, yes, so that movie kind of ties into that buried romantic part of my brain that I put away years ago. So, so let's see if Casablanca if can brings it out. bring that out again. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. So what we're going to do is we're going to break now. We're going to watch a movie. You will not know uh, unless you do it yourself right now. And, and I would suggest, and if you haven't seen Casablanca in years, maybe now's an opportunity for you to sit down and watch it again. If you haven't seen it at all, go out, stop this podcast right now, go back and get Casablanca yes. and watch it along again. Join us for the conversation after this break. So, Alicia, go ahead and take us to Casablanca. This is one of my favorite films of all time and consistently rated number one of the greatest movies of all time, Casablanca. Ken? 
I think this could be the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Oh, we're going to take down the Germans? <laughs> we will. Yeah. We're going to fight for a higher cause. We're going to do it. So there you go. We just finished Casablanca. We also mm-hmm. drank a bit of chocolate wine, which was mm. delicious. Yeah. I think all film schools should come with wine. With some sort of wine? Yeah. Uh, I think it enhances the viewing experience. Is that your um, part of your curriculum then? It Alicia is. Malone's film school. Here's your syllabus, class syllabus. Get some wine. Yes, I think we should have a different wine for each movie. This movie, Casablanca, perfect mm-hmm. with chocolate wine because it's so rich in oh, detail. Oh, you just it's, came up with delicious. that. delicious. <laughs> I did. I just came up there, and that's as far as I go with that metaphor. But yes, we just finished watching Casablanca. This is one of my favorite films of all time, and I was looking over at you every five seconds going, see, mm-hmm. see, mm-hmm. especially with every quotable line. He's yeah. looking at you, kid. You realize how much this movie has has been used in so many mm-hmm. other movies and TV shows. Round up the usual suspects. Round up the usual suspects. You know, you'll enjoy this. Uh, to me, whether I don't. I never have heard of this as intentional or not, but there is a um, there's a Casablanca homage in Star Wars. Is there? In Return of the Jedi, actually, in my mind. Yes. It's when the uh, Darth Vader and then later the Emperor arrives on the Death Star and all the soldiers line up and the conversations that have. And so when the uh, the German uh, uh, colonel or general or whatever rank he is comes, shows up, it's very reminiscent. He gets off the airplane and the soldiers from the uh, French army are... are Ready for their visiting yes. uh, leader. That sounds plausible because yeah. this movie is that iconic. I mm-hmm. mean, it has been around for six decades and with good reason. Yeah. I love the story. Now, tell yeah. me what you think because I, I love how it's a mix of romance and then a war film. And it's quite political mm-hmm. at the same time. It's very political. It's... Uh, um, it's so it takes you on a little bit. I I, I loved it by the way. Loved Yay! it. Yay! I'll get the. Uh, you seem so pensive over there. I going, was. Oh. I hope he likes it. Um, I I really did like. It. I really was uh, kind of moved and and um, affected on on different sides by the character. So, yeah, the political stuff is very intriguing. The the, the war stuff, the occupied uh, France stuff. You know, I I drew in my mind a lot of comparisons to. Um, to uh, Tarantino's uh, uh, World War II. Why am I drawing a blank? Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, thank you. Why am I drawing a blank there? Uh, Colonel Hans Landa. There, there was even reminiscent scenes when, when Hans Landa's eating. <laughs> yeah. And the German guy here is eating. He's He's got his little cakes and stuff. I'm like, wow. Very that, true. Very true. Like these these guys uh, do it. So, um so yeah, so it, it the the giving yourself to a bigger cause theme, mm, sacrificing sacrifice, love, sacrificing love, love is the death of duty. Yes, as they say in Game of Thrones. And Rick Blaine, I mean, he starts out as someone who keeps saying, "I don't mm-hmm. stick my neck out for anyone," and he ends up doing the most selfless act of all. And what I gathered is is that is a a bit of a his the flashback stuff was fun yes. and to see bogey to kind of transition into this uh, kind of a the same suit cigarette smoking guy but kind of be like <laughs> here he is this romantic guy here's looking at you kid all that kind of stuff uh, which i you know forgot i'd, I'd come from the, the movie yeah there's so many little and we'll pop- always have paris we're always at paris yeah i remember you said yeah. to me we'll always have chilies yeah and i was like do you know where that's from <laughs> i just knew it was from movies just from i the didn't movie. specifically know it was from this movie Humphrey Bogart makes a great hero, especially when he is playing this tortured character. And that's what's good. That's what I was getting at. So, so to see his character, the flashback kind of sheds a light on what he was when he was happy. And when and when, when a woman breaks his heart, yeah. 
which I can identify that with, but then I can also identify with the woman going, yeah, here, jerk face, here's why. And him kind of going, oh, okay, there was bigger things at play. It's before texting. Yeah. Communicate. <laughs> yeah before, before emojis. This movie would have been a lot easier if emojis were around to uh, communicate your feelings via text. Here's what I didn't tell you. And well, but seriously, but, but I thought about that. You're joking. But when she gets on the uh, spoiler, she gets on the plane, mm-hmm. um, I'm thinking, that's it. He ain't seen her. No, that's it. That's it. That's it forever. There's no, I'll send you a Facebook, an email, Twitter, Instagram, nothing. Probably not even any letters because he doesn't know where she'll end up and and she doesn't know where he'll end up either. So his sacrifice is final. It's huge. It's there. It's deep. It's huge. It's And he believes in the cause Mm -hmm. that Laszlo is going for, Laszlo is fighting for and, and... and he is willing to sacrifice his own happiness for that. He and, and Victor Laszlo character is um, an interesting character mm. to me because he's kind of the better man in a way. He is, but and if, I think Rick sees that. Yes, and I identify with that greatly. And I and and f- you know, for me to love movies, I have to identify with a lot. And yeah, that, that's not right. My therapist should work on that <laughs> with me. But I can connect that point. It is uh, Gene Hackman and Royal Tenenbaum saying the I, I I get it now. He's everything. I'm I'm not exactly. It's that moment of of him. Yeah, of Rick kind of realizing. Yeah, Victor. I need, is I need a, to lose here. He's a great character because he's written so well. You you think you would hate. Ilsa's husband because you just want Ilsa and and Rick to be together and you feel bad that for Rick that he didn't know that she was married and Mm -hmm. and at the time she didn't know she was still married either Mm -hmm. she thought that he had died but then you get to know Laszlo and you realize what a great guy he is and how much he has put himself on the line to fight for his cause and how much he loves Ilsa he loves her with all his heart he'll do anything for her you've seen beautiful girls right yeah. Okay. So that so the scene where um, he goes to the house to the husband and the husband they get in the fight and everything. He's just I'm trying, I'm just trying to protect my family, man. And suddenly you're turned around and you're going, oh, this kind of fairy tale love thing. Yeah, man, you're hurting real people. Exactly. Victor Laszlo is a very great representation of that. And just such a he he, he is he is uh, chosen aside. Mm-hmm. He's he's and I believe Rick did choose sides. You you go into this past. He's obviously run guns before and all those things, and he was a expatriate. So you get all that in there. But he, he let himself kind of uh, cocoon himself mm-hmm. and sit on a fence emotionally and and literally and politically and all those kind of things. And you know, not that he didn't build a nice life for himself. I kind of jealous of the life he had there. I'd like to just hang out at a, hang out at a bar. bar but Laszlo is the type of guy who's committed. His passion is is where mm. his his heart is, and that makes him kind of the stronger man. When she's yelling at him, "You're a coward," I know she was maybe just trying to get at him and a little bit, but also there was some truth to that. I thought. Yeah, I think so, and I think you can still draw parallels to that with today. I yeah. mean, you see all the stuff that just happened recently in France. Mm-hmm. It's about standing up for what you believe in, no matter what, and yeah. and that is so powerful in the film. And I think that transcends time and age mm-hmm. it also looks so glamorous i want to live inside this movie yeah um i kind of wish i was uh rick i was thinking during the movie god they don't guys don't dress like that anymore than i thought ken naps up does <laughs> you're you. always in the sharp suit i the whole through the whole movie was jealous of every guy's hair they, <laughs> they can comb it back better than i can yeah 
Um, I think you could pull off a great tuxedo with a white jacket. Oh, okay. I want to see that. You want to see that? I want to see I'll that. that. And uh, I don't condone smoking, but the cigar- cigarettes <laughs> looked really cool. You know, it's funny. Yeah, I, it's, I was laughing to myself that the entire movie, everybody's smoking. Everybody's yeah. smoking. You know, and, but, and, and we can make fun of time changing or time going by as time goes by. Oh, um, but what I want to I want to come back to the song, of course. Um, but... I love the flashback scene, and they go have the they fall in love, or they're in love, and they're having this kind of fun time. And you can kind of, you know, times have changed that you can only shoot a movie in the time period that you can shoot a movie. So you got the kind of the, you know, what we'd call green screen now, and they're yeah, in a car, the rear projection, rear projection, that kind of stuff. <laughs> but um, what I loved about the scene is that it was able to tell that story, the entire the entire story. And I, I I'm not, I hate the word use. Prude, but I'm not that. But there was no sex in this movie. No. And so you can tell that kind of story full of passion and everything. And and, and you know if this movie was made today, that flashback scene would there'd be nudity. <laughs> yeah, just be a yeah. lot of sex scenes happening in that, that and Paris scene. That's great. I, I fine. I've, I'm not afraid of a sex scene in a movie, but it, it's at times so needless. Mm-hmm. And so what we have put our focus on sometimes in, in relationships is sex. Yeah. Um, because you can see the level of love they had for each yeah. other, even without that. And even with the old-timey kissing, which I love, where they just hold each other. You got the old-timey kissing? Yeah, they don't move their heads at all. It's, it's just, just like, hold. But it's so passionate yeah. and so yeah. beautiful. And Ilsa Ingrid Bergman, mm-hmm. she is oh, yeah. so just wonderful she's she's strong and she's vulnerable at the same time you completely believe why she's doing everything that she she does mm-hmm. and you feel for her you know she she fell in love with this guy when she thought her husband was dead right and then she found out he wasn't and then she she wants to she's in love with two guys essentially and they're mm-hmm. two very different guys right and I think I could understand that you can understand that I've never d- been that but right. I think I could understand being that way well she's not a wilting flower she's not uh um, the damsel in distress. Right. I think she's making some tough choices too, and doing, you know, even in the even the thought of running away with Rick, I think is more designed to save Victor in some some circumstances, mm. a little bit. You know, maybe she's yeah. making that choice now that not, not that she didn't love Rick as well. Do you think Rick would have ever at any point got on the plane with her? Ah, uh, yeah, I think maybe uh, more towards the beginning of the story. I don't know. You see Rick change so slowly, and mm-hmm. and you see that moment when he helps out that couple with roulette. Yeah, and that seems like a, a turning point for him, where he starts to have a bit more humanity and, and starts to realize that he wants to do more, mm-hmm. more for the cause. He chose. He, he chose. He chose. He chose, he chose a side there. He chose exactly. that direction. Yeah, exactly. So. Uh, I like that it sets it up that you think he's going to be really selfish. You know that he's selling the cafe. You think he mm-hmm. that's it. He's all in. He is going to steal this girl and give up Laszlo, and then he takes the twist. Right. And I, I just absolutely love that ending. The way it's shot, the way the whole movie is shot is beautiful in black and white, but especially yeah. that ending when they walk away, Laszlo and Ilsa, into the fog yeah, and disappear yeah. from view. Which I had seen classic classic shot but um to see it in context now yeah <laughs> yeah and uh what's funny is i i knew the last line of the film obviously or the mm-hmm. last sequence so to speak but i didn't know it was the uh you know the french uh prefect of police yeah. yeah i didn't know that i didn't know that so okay. even even towards the end i was like oh wait that's pro- oh that's awesome i didn't know it was him yeah so, that, so, so that now twist that you've actually, seen it all does everything kind of comes together in your mind you can understand it does it all i have like context yeah i have a lot of context and i get that's it great. and uh i always i often one of the reasons i don't dive a lot into classic movies and you can slap me later is <laughs> it's 
is because they so are of the time. Mm-hmm. I was just watching the Robert Altman documentary the other night, which is fantastic, and how he once was fired in, in like 68, 69 because he had overlapping dialogue <laughs> and how essentially Altman, you know, broke through that barrier when at the time it was like, no, you must talk and you must talk, actor. <laughs> so this movie has some of that and everything, but the, the 40s and 50s have some of what I always make fun of, the, yeah, come here, let's go outside. Uh, and I didn't feel that much in this movie at all. And certain things, right. again, are of their time. You can't, you can't transcend yeah, that. Yeah, some of the treatment of women yeah, in some the movie. <laughs> yeah, some of this stuff. Uh, hey, make sure you time. don't go home and sexually assault her this time, all right? <laughs> yeah, oh, okay. Sure. No, if I must. All yeah. right. But the dialogue is brilliant. I, mm-hmm. I love the way Humphrey Bogart just delivers all those lines. Yeah. He's so oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. He... he he was spectacular. I get it. I get it now. Um, he's a little. Um, he's a little James Bondy. He's a little Han Solo. <laughs> yeah. He's a little all that. He, he is. He. Uh, he kind of can kind of. I mean, he's funny. There's that's laugh out loud dialogue to me. There's yeah. some really witty, really really one. I, I want to watch it again just so I can soak in some of the one liners. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to use them in regular parts of life and totally act like I've seen this movie for 40 years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can get away with it now because yeah. now you've been to Alicia's film school. And I learned, so it. I mentioned, we mentioned uh, in the first part of the segment, When Harry Met Sally, the movie I've seen 50 times and mm. it draws on uh, Casablanca a lot. And yes. that's where I've probably seen the most of the movies in that movie. Yeah. So, uh, so to know that the song is in Harry Met Sally. Yeah, and and then uh, the other song at the very beginning of the movie. Yeah. You know, Had to Be You. Yes. Is is featured so prominently. I feel like a tool. (laughs) I feel you've actually made me feel stupid. Oh, I'm sorry. But uh, you've made me smart at the same time. The music is so beautiful in this movie. And as I mentioned before, now, if you do happen to hear As Time Goes By somewhere, if it's on your iPod, maybe Mm. it's on the radio, maybe it's in When Harry Met Sally, You'll mm-hmm. definitely think of Casablanca. Yeah, I'm gonna be. I'm. I'm eventually soon gonna have to watch it again and take it in. Yeah, good. Yeah, to take in the whole story, the acting. Uh, I get it now. I get the acting uh, of of Bogey, especially. I've seen him in other things, but um, yeah. So I looked it up, and this was after he did Maltese Falcon before okay. the Big Sleep. But this was when he was a big star, and you get why he mm-hmm. was. A movie star. Yeah. And it's interesting because he doesn't smile very often. He, he mumbles dour. a lot of his words. Yeah, he's dour. but Kind of like me. He has that presence, like you. He has this <laughs> presence about him that people are drawn to and, right. and he's he's just so dapper and yeah. so dashing. And takes. I love taking the action at the end. I did like the one gunshot. I love how he just pulls it out and just holds it by his hip yeah. really really close to his hip. Even though, pow. Even though it's that classy. I don't smoke. I've never smoked in my life, actually. To Doesn't it look cool in it this just, movie? It, I can see why a generation <laughs> of people picked I up cigarette smoking. smoking. <laughs> but I like the look of it here. Just, just to have that like... Yeah, and then you know. have a bottle of bourbon and just yeah. pour yourself a drink. Absolutely, um, yeah. So it, it, it's uh, it's a great compact little story too. They get it done too. Uh, what what when when was the first time you saw it? I can't even remember. I know it was when I was really young. Mm-hmm. So I remember seeing bits and pieces. Maybe on on the TV, uh, we used to have the the classic movies on mm-hmm. on the channels on the weekends, and my right. dad always used to 
make me watch them essentially. And uh, I grew up just seeing like bits and pieces and maybe I'd fall asleep through some of it. And then I can't remember when I saw the completed movie. I just feel like it's always been around. Because of like it's always been in your life. Yeah. It's just always floated it's around. It's always floated around. I'm trying around to find that. that one moment that connected for you at an early age, like little 12 year old Alicia Malone going. I see that, something or... different every single time. What'd you see tonight? And that's the brilliance. Tonight I noticed more of the political view. You just know, you just saw my face going, <laughs> going, oh yeah. Mm. And I was like, you get it? You notice more it? of the political views. Yeah, okay. I noticed more of the political views this time mm. around. I noticed more of the message of fighting for what you believe in. Okay. I don't know if that's just something that's on my mind lately or in sure. society lately. I mean, mm-hmm. I was just talking about Selma earlier today sure. and that has that same message. It's just like, what can you do to make a difference and what do you stand for? Because if you don't stand for something, mm-hmm. then you'll fall for everything. Then you're at a at a little saloon in Casablanca. <laughs> yeah, which doesn't seem that bad. <laughs> but you're stuck there forever. So you've yeah. got to fight your way out. Yeah. So I definitely noticed that more this time. Mm-hmm. I think previously I've, I'd focused more on the romance. Mm-hmm. And when I was young, I think I just went, I want to be like Ilsa. She's so beautiful. Would you, uh, at various different points of your life gotten on the plane or not not gotten on the plane as, as Ilsa. Yeah, I yeah. think that, that changes, changes every time. Yeah. And now I would have gotten on the plane. You but I think the in the past I would be like, no, stay, stay with him. He loves you too. He owns a bar. Stay with him yeah. and run away and, and let Leslo go and fight his own fight his somewhere fight. else. Which which he probably I liked that too that, you know, hey, he's just a guy, you know, I liked Leslo's yeah, of course I love her because I'm, I'm a guy too. I mean, yeah. not like guy, guy <laughs> girl, human. but like I'm human. Like I'm human. I have yeah. I have love. I have feelings as well as being this. And like, that's the revolutionary. Rick realizes this guy's this guy's better than me mm. in my mind. That's what I I thought him going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. Got, I got to make sure. He's like, I get it. Finally. This guy's important uh, to the cause, mm-hmm. and what fuels him is is this great woman. Yep. Um, partly what fuels him, I'm sure there's other things, but. And that moment when Laszlo gets the whole bar to sing the French anthem. Okay, I was going to talk about that. That's a, that's yeah, a very awesome moment. That really, yeah. it, it's really rousing. Every time mm. I see it, I get I get chills. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What what are some of your uh, favorite moments that you go back to all the time? Yeah. When, when you're point B, when you start the movie. Yes. Even tonight, you're thinking. I can't wait for, can't this, wait for this moment. This I can't wait for when she walks into the bar. Mm-hmm. And and she sees Sam and she realizes, oh, hang on, they're talking about Rick. That could be Richard oh, from Paris. Yeah. And when he sees her for the first time, I love that. I love the other moment when she's like, play it, Sam, play it, play not it. play it again. Yeah, not play it again. Play Never it, says Sam. play it again. Just play mm-hmm. it, Sam, play it. Mm-hmm. I absolutely adore the flashback scenes okay. because yeah. that was when they were happy and in love. Yeah, and then the ending. The ending gets me every time. Mm-hmm. I, I love it. Every time I kind of go, oh, what's he going to do? <laughs> Even though I know. I've seen it a million times. And the then alternate ending. The end finally happens and I'm like, ah, I love yeah. it. It's shimmy my shoulders a bit. I get excited. It's, ah, that's great. That's a great. I can totally buy into that, uh, both emotionally and uh, uh, just from my mm. brain side, heart side. It's all there. I can got, I can buy into giving up to the bigger cause. And then just some silly moments too, like uh, some funny moments when the the French lieutenant shuts down the bar. I'm shocked. And then yeah, I'm shocked that there's gambling here. And then here's your winnings. Here's sir. your winnings. I love all those there's, little no, moments. There's there's some real wit in here. You yeah. had mentioned before we watched it about the script, and that script also included the great wit. Mm. 
rapier wit, I will say. It's quick, fast, it's, it's subtle, but yeah, there. There's, there was apparently six different writers who worked on this film and they turned it from a play into mm. a movie. And I think it was originally called Everybody Goes to Ricks and then mm. they changed it to Casablanca. And it's it's great that it, it worked out so well. The, the dialogue, I think, is the reason why I love this movie. And, mm. and the reason why I love classic movies in general is you don't have the fancy special effects. You don't have the mm-hmm. big action set pieces. I joked at the end when it had the title card that there was no post credit scene. Like, they don't <laughs> yes. have all the bells and whistles back then, so they just focused solely on story and characters and dialogue. Yeah. And that's why it's timeless. Yeah. Well, yeah, you get... I get there's no there's to me seeing this now and putting it in context there's there's no wiggle room on why it's a classic or not. Yeah. I get it. Yes. I get it on all levels. I, I get the uh That means that means you've gotten an A plus. I've gotten an A plus. <laughs> Yay I've scored my my, Congratulations. my my examinations have come through. You've t- Passed your first test. Mm-hmm. You agree that Casablanca is a classic. You see why well, <laughs> I have done my job. <laughs> to phrase it that way, uh, yes, I just, I, I guess I agree it's a classic. I don't know if I could have argued that <laughs> all, true, but, true. But, but you see why. I see why. That's good. There that might be the some movies. There might be some movies where I go, eh, I don't see why. Yeah, I'm, I'm, sure. I'm sure there will be. Sure, there will be, and that will be coming up. Yeah. Soon on Alicia's film school. And I want to know what everyone else out there thinks. Mm-hmm. If if people are playing along, if people have seen Casablanca for the first time, or maybe it's one of your favourites, make sure you let us know. I'm on at Alicia Malone on Twitter, and he's on... At Ken Napsock, N-A-P-Z-O-K. And, of course, as of right now, this show you're listening to is on the Napsock Files podcast feed which uh, is my main show, but also some other things on that. And hopefully one day this thing will grow to the point where we need to have it on its own, but right now it exists here. So subscribe to the Napsock Files and yes. get all the shows. And you're going to, the next edition of Alicia Malone's Film School, which you have you chosen yet, anything mm. yet, or are you still contemplating? I'm still contemplating. What made you choose this one first? Because it's the, the obvious classic. The obvious classic. I remember going through a, a list of top 100 with you. Yeah. And you, you'd seen quite a few. You'd seen Godfather. No, I haven't seen Godfather. Oh, okay. That's got to be the next one. <laughs> You're just joking. I thought you'd seen The Godfather, no, no, no. and so I went to the next one, which is Casablanca. But that's a good place to start. That is an excellent place to start. But this, the, I think you know me enough now to know that there's a little bit of my heart in this movie. Yes. I think you know that. I know that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's probably why you went there first. Yeah. But next time maybe we're going to see if I like the mafia. Yeah. When I looked at the list, I was like, yes, I, I think I think deep down you are a, a sweet, well, we know on the surface you're a sweet romantic guy <laughs> and a gentleman to boot. <laughs> so I thought you would identify with Casablanca. And I think it is also a film that many people out there haven't seen. So that's why I wanted to do that's that one true. first. I'm still trying to deal with the fact that you think only on the surface am I a nice no, person. No, I, 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 I was going to say deep down you are. But then I was like, no, it's obvious when you meet you mm. that you're a sweet romantic okay. person. So all the way through, on the surface and underneath. Have I saved myself yet? No, you've saved yourself. You're <laughs> on the surface. 
underneath, there's just a lot of rock. All the way, no. <laughs> there's a lot of rock in the middle. There's a lot of squishiness as well. <laughs> you got to drill it's all, some rock. It's all good. It's all mushy. It's all love. Uh, you're probably right. You're probably right. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. So, all right, that's it. Normally, we'd give all the Twitter stuff at the outside, but uh, that question popped in my head. So, anyways, again, at Alicia Malone, at Cat Napsuck. Subscribe to the Napsuck Files. Uh, like me on Facebook. We're also on Stitcher, too. We're available on Stitcher. And join the conversation. Put uh, hashtag, what should we call the hashtag? Hashtag, hashtag film school film school hashtag film school and alicia and i will join the conversation as uh, and this is the first episode more will come throughout this year and uh, we'll see where we take this thing it's fun it's exciting for me uh to learn from a master and i'm so glad i got an a plus i'm gonna put that in my refrigerator uh just a big a plus i'm gonna put it up there don't know if I'm a master, but definitely a film geek. You are a film <laughs> geek master. You are the Tracy Flick of film <laughs> nerd uh, uh, it's girls. True. It's You're true. good. Give yourself credit. <laughs> you are a master. Rise. All right. So until next time, this has been Alicia Malone's Film School. We'll see you next time.